welcome to the End to End Football Podcast. This is a podcast by football fans for football fans, where we'll be getting stuck into the fast-paced world of Premier League football. We'll be running through all the games and all the gossip on a weekly basis. So stay tuned and check it out. Hello and welcome to the End to End Football Podcast, episode 95. We move. Once again, just two people in the studio, myself, two Kuda. Two-man show, two-man show. two-man. Yeah, I mean, should rename rename it, right? You know what I mean? It's no, long, <laughs> it's no longer a group operation, but oh well. <laughs> oh well, oh well. You know what I mean? End to end derby is. How are you doing, Abbas? I am alright man, not too bad. I mean, like you are my lion, bruv. I'm I'm distraught <laughs> this weekend. Distraught, bruv. And we'll come into the reasoning why. <laughs> Obviously we all know why. Uh oh, what should I do? Run through the fixture results? Yeah man, go through. Alright. So we on Friday we had uh we had a Friday game, Aston Villa versus Everton, that finished 2 0 to Aston Villa. Uh, Saturday games it was Liverpool versus Arsenal it's Liverpool win 3-1 Watford versus West Ham West Ham won 3-1 Sheffield versus Leicester Leicester won 3-1 <coughs> Man United versus Crystal Palace um, <laughs> Man United versus Crystal Palace Crystal Palace won 2-1 Brighton no. versus Southampton Brighton versus Southampton <laughs> Southampton won 2-0 uh, Norwich versus Chelsea. Chelsea came out winners at three two, and the Sunday games, the games from today: Wolves versus Burnley. That's a one one. Um, Bournemouth versus Man City. That's three one to Man City, and Spurs versus Newcastle, and it was one nil to Newcastle. Yeah, so interesting. I guess what we're gonna do is we're gonna just start with Liverpool Arsenal, and then we're gonna forget about Man United Crystal Palace, and then we're just gonna. <laughs> <start with> the <laughs> There is no chance that's happening, boy. But I will, I will agree with Actually, you. One we should, thing. We probably we'll should start, start off with Arsenal. We'll start thinking, with should Arsenal. Should we start with Arsenal. the derby or not? But yeah, let's start nah, off. With we'll, start, start, we'll, start, we'll, start, we'll start with the biggest, the biggest game of of the week. You know what I mean? You know, some Arsenal fans were gassing the thing during the week. Pepe, Lacazette, Obama Young, Emery said no. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just going to start off with my own, not a rant as such, but this is why I think Unai Emery is a 6.5 out of 10 manager and he will never push on. And this game is the reason why. Not because he lost, but tinkering with the tactics. What is wrong with this guy? He can never stick to something for more than two games, bro. Yep. Three at the yep. back. This guy, you had Ceballos last week. He had a good game in the midfield. Now he's on the wing. Huh? You've got Lacazette out of the team. Pepe is now in. Like, you, so you're telling me Pepe that you've been not wanting to start. He now starts at Anfield, like the hardest place to go to. He's now That's fit where he to starts. Start. That's the he's now fit to start. Let's just, let's just put him in. So we're going to go somewhere to a team, Liverpool, that is literally, you can name their team. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? We know who's playing. You know, we know yeah. who the front three is. We know who the back three is. The other centre-back sometimes they swap that around. The midfield, it's a collection of five men, but three of them five men are going to play. Do you know what I mean? They know exactly what they're doing. But you're going to come in as Arsenal with players 
basically playing a new system and expect to nullify a team that, do you know what I mean, is well-honed, a well-honed machine. That's what I don't understand with Emery. It's like, you know, like, you know the man that he tries to be too tactical, like as in, I don't know, that sounds smart people. Or and it, it ends up, it ends up outsmarting himself. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like for me, like, I didn't understand. Uh, like DJ Khaled said, huh? you played yourself. Because yeah. <laughs> I didn't really understand the midfield four. Um, you had uh, Saberos, everyone likes. You got you had Joe Wick, Wilcock, you had Genzuzi, um, or whatever his name is, and you had Xhaka. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm looking at the bench and seeing why the hell is Toretta there? Surely yeah. he's better than most of those midfielders. I don't think he midfielders. likes him, this Torreira, you know, because I don't right? that He's not I mean, started. That's, yeah, that's one questionable change straight away. And then you... like We've been hearing for the last two games that Pepe is not 100% fit. He's not fit to start. He's not ready yet. And then the biggest game of your season so far against a team that probably were a little bit rocky in defence, you started Pepe, then dropped Lacazette. Lacazette <laughs> is your linchpin to your attack. He brings, he holds the ball up. He does what the other yep. two guys won't do, right? Exactly. It would have been smarter to sp- play Lacazette, play Pepe off the, off the right, play, uh, once again, Bamiyan with the left. Put the ball through Lacazette and see if he can find the spaces into the gaps. Because Pepe was ripping Liverpool apart single-handedly. He just couldn't finish. So in that case, why didn't you have the two people that normally finish chances with him? It just didn't make sense to me. It didn't make nah. sense to me. And I think they spe- they paid too much respect to Liverpool. And even though it was a, a decent game at first, we all knew it was inevitable that Liverpool were going to run out winners. I mean, let's, let, let, let's be real here. When's the last time Liverpool lost their home in the Premier League? Do you know what I mean? It's a very long time ago. Exactly. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? So... Even if Arsenal came in with the right tactics, it was still going to be a very difficult, and it would still be a surprise that if they came out, came away. But well, make it interesting with, and make it with three points. Make it interesting. But you what I mean? my my thing is, you've not sort of made Liverpool have to play well, which you know they they had to in in patches. You've just played yourself, as I've said. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You've just confused well, your own players. One because thing that I look how look how ter- like look how Guendouzi, yeah. Gunduza is basically playing almost like a right wing because he was always like covering the fullbacks. Yeah? I was just about to mention that, yeah. You know, he was always like he was he was he was almost like a right back, uh, Gunduzi, yeah. And Sabayas was like on the left, almost like a left back, yeah. And anytime he got the ball, he had like three men around him, yeah. The, then you're insisting with the passing from the back, yeah. The brother almost like had an assist for money. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, this is why this is why I don't understand. We all know Liverpool's a front three is a very good fun free so you want to make your, your back line as strong as possible you, I think they've tried that cool no problem but then right after that for me personally Liverpool's free midfield are not a concern they're functional but they're not that creative that's me personally where they get their creation from outside of the front three is their two fullbacks and once yep. again uh, Arnold and um, Robertson he literally how much space free. did they have he literally <laughs> left them free like, I can't... They actually got bored of crossing. Or they even... They got to the point where they crossed too much in the first <laughs> half. It did, You know, Arnold was just crossing for fun. No one was closing him down enough. The same was Robertson as well. And I just thought, okay, so you've literally just given them impetus to come and attack you. Because, do you know what I thought when I saw the, when I saw the lineup? Yeah, I thought, okay, so he's got Aubameyang and Pepe. Because for me, I thought it, it almost looked like a 4-4-2, uh, in it. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? With Obama it and then Pepe. It was, a, it was a diamond in the midfield. I think it was a yeah. diamond. All right. I, but but it ended up... Yeah, it, it was... It, it, was like yeah. it. it didn't look that it way. It ended up... It was he offended, was, he, but yeah. Yeah. It was a diamond because the wide ones, what's he called? Who was Guendouzi and Ceballos. That's a mess in itself anyway. Yeah. They were meant to push up a little bit. This is why these men had so much space. Like the amount of space and time to cross that Alexander Arnold had was wild. Do you know what I mean? The amount of space that Robertson had was absolutely wild. And then they kept saying in commentary that what the the whole tactic was to what to push, let them push their fullbacks forward so that you can hit them on the break. I'm like that's a very dumb gamble, boy. Because have you seen how this man can cross? <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Hey, well, it didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Arsenal fans may feel like, okay, well, a one certain player decided to give away two goals, really, uh, with his <laughs> defending. Uh, I have to laugh at David Luiz at his, at his penalty, the one he gave away. That penalty was I wild. Mean, that was just stupid. Even if nothing had happened in real time, you're forgetting VARs right there. To, it, but this is the thing. going to call it. This is the thing with David Luiz. Yeah, when, at that point, they were already losing. Everything is going against them. This is the times where David Luiz loses concentration. Ah, he loses his head. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? And he loses his head and he just, you know, it's like, it's like he gets frustrated. You know, and yeah. he just does something stupid. Because at nil-nil, I thought he was doing all right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I actually I'm, thought he was good. Not even doing all right. You know, I thought he was good. I was like, right, yeah. is this the same but it's, 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 Yeah. The as moment as that the goal corner, went in, yeah. Yeah. that was it. His, his it's his like he dropped. just loses, loses his head. Completely. But, uh, you know, like I said, yeah, he, obviously he, he had the penalty and then he got spun by Salah <laughs> on, oh, on that other God. goal. That you know was I mean? such, I mean. such a, Because personally, was speaking, when I saw Salah picking up that ball, I in my head I was thinking, back off. Back off. <laughs> it's either back off and let Salah turn because you're too close. You just take him out. Or yeah. foul, take, take him out. Take the yellow card. I don't know if it was a yellow card, actually, at that time. I don't think he was. But... Nah. It may actually it may have been because of the the penalty because I think he yeah. was on, it was on a yellow card on four, on the forty eighth minute he got a yellow card, but for yeah. me if that, okay better still if you're on a yellow card and you can't take the guy out step off, you're not yeah. going to stop him you're not going to keep mm. up with, keep up with it step off let him turn, let him yeah. turn and get yourself back into a compact position he didn't do that he didn't that, nice but, but he just got turned compact compact is the word yeah that I was looking for yeah like. That's what I thought the tactics were. I thought it was from, from when I look at the shit, I thought, okay, maybe he's going for a tight eight, you know, the four and the, the other four midfielders. They're all going to stay back and then you're going to keep Pepe and, um, what's he called? Pepe and Obama Young sort of out wide, kind of, you know what I mean? Because of the fullbacks, well, there'll be a lot of Pepe space did, there. Pepe did yeah. take a lot of the times in the first half when he got the ball, he did get out wide. He did mm. get it from from the right wing, and then he was coming inside and t- trying to do a mix. But the problem was yeah. they weren't they weren't compact. It was that like Liverpool just had so yeah. much space on the ball. I mean, yes, yes, they obviously had some counter attacks. Inevitably, you're gonna have counter attacks against against Liverpool. I mean, Norwich had. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, every team that Liverpool have played has had you know chances on the on the break and that. But they obviously didn't take didn't take the chances. And like you said earlier before. Lacazette is not there, so you're not going to even hold up the play if you mm-hmm. do get the ball. The times you get the ball anyway, you know yep. what I mean? Because you're not going to very... get that from Aubameyang, and, you, and I don't think Pepe is built like that just of yet. He nah. likes to get the ball and be on the move. Um, and yeah, but let, 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 let's take some positives, right? Arsenal have a heck of a player with Pepe. I know he can't oh. score. I'm, I mean, to be honest, everyone's known he that is about a him. dribbler extraordinary. Well, he's dribbling, I, and I, the way he can like, carry the ball from one end to the other. 
Like, yeah. like they're gonna need that, and in some games they're gonna hurt a lot of teams by doing that. If I mean for me, if he has an option to pass to, yeah, but not, for me, like um, outside of Leon and PSG, there's not many teams actually watching in that French league. So I knew nothing about Pepe to be honest. This is the first time of me actually watching him. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not one of these men that just say, hey, yeah, 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 I knew about him. Like, you know I, I didn't like know that. about him, but when I read <laughs> that, about him, there's one yeah. thing that they always they always comment that he goes, yeah, he scored a lot of goals that season. Mm. But you should see the things that he's missed, and I was like, "Oh well, that he fits." I, in my head, I thought I fits perfect for United because we, we miss a lot of chances that we had. Like, again. So when the Arsenal got him, and I was thinking, "Well, they're definitely going to use the dribbling part of him well because they have two mm. good finishers anyway, right?" Exactly. But then to to take off one of the finishers and the hold up guy to put him was always questionable for me. But to be honest... He, he, like, he I was, said, like I said, he was definitely a positive because... But he's a positive to take. He was definitely... Because to play like that at Anfield is not easy. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot exactly. of players that go missing when they go, when they go over I mean, Anfield, he yeah. dribbled past... You know. um, what's again? Van Dijk. He, yeah. he had Robertson on his he toes. He roasted. Ro- Robertson <laughs> right? got roasted. I mean, Ro- Robertson got utterly roasted. Robertson <laughs> don't want to see him again. Yeah. He don't want to see him again. You're not going to see Robinson like that for for another nah. thirty odd game. So exactly. it was quite fun to watch on that aspect. But that's a positive they can take out of it. They, they build from there, then hopefully things will go well. Anyway, I think, we, I think we you know I look, look at this Arsenal. I mean, they got wallop, walloped, you know, in the end. But I think it was mainly because of the tactics. I still think they would have lost if they played even the same team they played against Burnley. But I think it would have been a bit more. It would have just been by one goal. Do you know what I mean? It would have been a little bit more competitive. But I think they, they don't look too bad, actually, Arsenal. I think they look, they look quite decent. Quite decent. Exactly. Compared to other teams, anyway. Uh, so, I suppose <laughs> this is the best time to get this over and done with. It was the end-to-end derby. Uh, Come I've on. Had, I've had three or four days of this guy texting me saying, oh, my team are rubbish, man. My team are rubbish. <laughs> bah, bah, bah. And, then, and I actually forgot that I was playing them this weekend, even though I made a bet. <laughs> I thought, what was the scoreline I predicted last week? 3-0. Woo! Yeah. That was off the mark. Um, <laughs> I'll let you start because you won. So. Well, my, my prediction was 1-1 and I was off the mark as well, but I was a lot closer than you, though. <laughs> yeah, a hell of a lot closer than me. I mean... But, yeah, I'll let you start before I have... I mean, being honest, as, as, as a Palace fan, after the shambolic performance we put up against um, uh, Sheffield, I expected zero, nil power, no points out of this game. So I was just watching it just for the sake of just watching it, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, just, I, I didn't expect them to to come away with anything, especially the way, you know, Chelsea got handled over Old Trafford as well, you know what I mean? So I thought, nah, we're going to get destroyed when we go over there. But, you know, unsurprisingly, we are very organised, you know, as a block. So I wasn't surprised by the tactics. Park the bus, you know, there's a whole back eight, <laughs> you know what I mean, playing there. Um Man United had most of the possession, most of the chances. Uh, two penalty shouts, well, a penalty that got given, and another one that didn't get given, yeah. and two nonsense shouts. Um, you know, they had most of the chances, but, you know, we hit them on the break with Ayu. Ayu actually had a, you know, match of the day gassed him, but I don't think he was that good. He was all right. <laughs> sure, I mean, he held up the play a little bit, you know, but he's a. The reason I will prefer Ayu to Benteke is... Benteke doesn't run and get that ball. Yeah, exactly. Benteke doesn't run and get that ball and he definitely fluffs it. Number two, you know, one of the most annoying things about Benteke, which is understated, yeah? Benteke always tries things that are not in his CV. 
<laughs> not. <laughs> you know I mean? They are not in his uh, jurisdiction. Do you know what I mean? They don't <laughs> Next time you, you you ever have the unfortunate uh, chance of watching Crystal Palace here, yeah? watch Benteke and what he tries. I've seen him do a step over. He does that, step overs. He tries he these one twos like it's Barcelona. <laughs> you know what I mean? He tries these other flicks as well. He tries a lot of nonsense. You know what I mean? It ends up losing the ball. You know, so yeah, he, he's a very, very frustrating player. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely rather have Ayu, uh, Ayu playing up there. You know, but that in itself is a problem. You know what I mean? We should really have a better I, striker. I, I, I'm gonna have to chime in here. I didn't know Ayu. I was watching videos from Raúl with that sort of thing <laughs> that he pulled off today. Um, I have a distinct problem with the first goal. Fair enough, Crystal Palace are a low block. We know that. We know they were going to do that. I mean, there's going to be so many teams that are going to park the bus. Well, I put that in inverted commas um, at Old Trafford and try and catch us on a break. So I have no problem with that. I expected that. And because of the, the possession we had, it shows that that's what the plan was. My distinct problem is most people are going to target Lindelof. United fans, all United fans know Lindelof is not that good and competitive in the air. We know that. As fans, we've watched him long enough. So if I know that, manager must know that, <laughs> players must know that. Right? So when Crystal Palace are knocking the ball to his side, whoever's to the right or left of him has to cover the gap behind because he may lose it. Kuda, do you see? remember the first goal? Yep. When he went up for the air, <laughs> he was the last man. Yep. How? Ooh, how? I, I, I don't understand that. I right? don't understand. They got caught cold. You know that when you've had the ball for too long, you almost forget what it's like to not have the ball and you're going I saw, I, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I saw, don't get me wrong. His mistake was losing the ball. 70% of that goal is his fault. But the other 30, and imagine, funny enough, this game, the game that we saw today was Newcastle. I heard three commentators complaining about Rose for not copying, for not, I was again covering Sanchez. But yeah, for United game, I heard no one mentioning that Wambasaka didn't cover. Maguire was yeah. covering Luke Shaw, who was on the left back and injured. First of all, Luke Shaw, if you're injured, get off the pitch. Stop playing he-man, right? Let's just forget that you're here. Instead, you dragged <laughs> Maguire to go cover you, which then automatically means Maguire wasn't close enough to cover the run from Ayu, who literally ran down the middle of us because there was a massive gap, like a doorway just going, here you go, man. <laughs> Right, so that's my angle towards you guys. Are rolled out the red carpet for IU. <laughs> you know, when the ball is in the air traveling to Lindelof, and I see Lindelof challenging, I just looked and said, Why is IU by himself? And why is he <laughs> like he's making the almost obvious run in football? Oh, and these guys man. get paid hundreds of thousands a week, and you're telling me no one could see that coming. That was poor. That I mean, was that, so I poor. Thought, I thought that so was poor. poor. Right? I, mean, I, 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 I was gonna quickly move on to your equalizer, yeah. Beautiful finish, yeah? Yeah. But I want to ask you, remember the man we gave the L of the week last last week? Joe Ward, yeah? Yeah. Who was in front of James? <laughs> you guessed it. <laughs> Joe Ward. <laughs> yeah, now, I'm not taking away from the finish. It was a beautiful finish. But Joe Ward was just there. Freedom of the city. See, with me, when I'm... See, so, where's my team? Hold on, can I just say, in defense of Joe Ward, right... He must have seen that run from Ashley Young on the outside of him and thought, what do I do here? So then he let he stepped ah. back and let James, probably thinking James is going to pass it to Ashley Young. I need you know, to dive in there to close down the gap. So when you know, he stepped you know back, me, James yeah. decided, oh, no, I'm not doing that. Turn to his right foot and goes, I'm going to use you to curl it around you. But he he, he done nothing though. See me, I would rather he follows, if he followed um, Ashley Young, 
and James still tucked it in. Yeah, I wouldn't blame him. I say, okay, you try to follow him. If he tries to press and he, he slips it through, I'm still not going to blame him because you're doing something active. But when you're just in the middle, not doing anything. He's in no man's land. I don't know. I feel like sorry fool. for him, to be honest. <laughs> but then I didn't, I didn't feel sorry for him like five, ten minutes later when the team won. So, <laughs> But at that point, yeah, I was I mean, thinking, oh, that was a hard one. And I knew you were going to mention it as well, which is why I jumped <laughs> in to defend him straight away. Because I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's definitely going to get mentioned. Um, <laughs> I'm definitely, um, definitely going to mention can, I mean, what can I say? I think in 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 the end of the game, I mean, Palace deserved a point. I didn't expect them to go away with three points. But another frustrating thing about the winning goal, David Ayer we're going to come to and he's going to deserve what he deserves, to be honest, quite frankly. (laughs) But Pogba turns in the middle of the park. When you look at Pogba and you look at how many white shirts were around him, and then you recognise that this was the, the this was the deepest midfielder, and he's looked forward, and seen only white shirts. That mm-hmm. immediately tells me where on God's green earth were the other midfielders. Yes, he took his time, right, and he didn't have his French shorts boots on today, and he didn't do that, you know, play like a genius. But when and truly, when he took that turn and he he taken the other two out of the game, yes, they're gonna chase him. Where was the option straight away to pass to? when he's taken out two players. Nowhere. So he dibble and dabbles on the ball, gets tackled, thinks it's a foul. No, it wasn't a foul. Um, Christopher has gone on a counter-attack. Van Arnold gets the ball, passes to Zaha. Zara gets into the box. At that point, Zara gets into the box. There were six United players there. And then there was three, or maximum four, um, Crystal Palace players that we had to worry about. So my United should have had it covered. Spider-Man... Uh, also again Wan-Bissaka gets his foot to the ball stops Zaha tackling and then Wan-Bissaka just runs free <laughs> takes the rebound runs free this is where I have a big problem now all of that is an pr- issue if you look at De Gea's position he there is literally no space to get the <laughs> shot inside the near post he, there was no space and somehow a straight shot has gone past him this guy won <laughs> 350,000 a week and he can't yeah, he save it. basics. He slapped it in the back of his head, didn't he? <laughs> like, he can't save that basic. Someone is saying, someone uh. has said on Twitter that the hair has passed it and I'm starting to think that. Mate. I'm starting really to think he's, that he's, because he should, definitely should have saved that. And do you know what made me... Like, How old is the year? 28. 28. Because you know what it's reminding me of? It's reminding me a little bit of... Actually, hold on. Let me give him an L and L comment to this, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Obviously, you, without, get... without, you, without uh, what's again, <laughs> why any waiting? The hair gets L the week. He cost the, uh, what's again, a point to you for United. Crystal Palace get the three points because of his mistake. Give it to him, bro. Yeah, the point I was going to make with that is that it reminds me a bit of Casillas. I was about to say the same player. Because yep. Casillas was Casillas. He started was another, fading another, at 30. Yeah. Yeah. He started fading exactly. at 30. When goalkeepers Casillas are meant to improve, Casillas went the other way. It. Exactly. So, uh, you know yeah, I mean? it's, 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 it's like they can go... It's like some of these keepers that, for me, Casillas in his they early start too parts, early. what was ridiculous. Some of the saves he was making, his reflexes were mad. Same yeah. for De Gea as well. Yeah, Absolutely mad reflexes. And then, now, it's like, that's an, and it actually coincided with Mourinho 
and all that stuff, you know, between Mourinho and Casillas, which that was actually a Mourinho side because I thought he was, you know, Casillas wasn't very good at that at that point. Yeah, it was costing you guys a lot of exactly. You know what I mean? And point. I think this guy is kind of going in the, same, going the same way. I was. I, th- I don't know if I mentioned it. I thought we didn't really do a podcast, but I remember mentioning that I actually wouldn't mind taking money for the hair now in the summer and going with a new brand new keeper. I actually exactly. didn't mind that idea. Because I was thinking, all right, this is the third time he's tried to escape. He actually has power to now because he can probably walk for free, I think, after January, I think, or something like that. Even Mm. though he's agreed in principle to sign a new contract to United, he hasn't actually signed it. That's according to reports. So he actually has the power to walk away for Scott Free. I would have just taken 70 million for it. Or sixty. Yeah, exactly. Take seven million and put it on what's his dosa AC Milan young keeper. Is it Donnarumma? Yeah, Donnarumma. Yeah, who looks like he's getting himself into position to be the next great and he looks and well. exactly and, and he's not he's not a reflex kind of guy as well he's yeah. just a good keeper so he's like one and that you can see and he's good at coming to command his box and coming from corners because he's quite big as well isn't yeah. It? yeah he's absolutely so massive that, so that's the thing but yeah he gets the he gets the um, L of the week because he cost us points simple as that and uh, well done I don't know where, where it's just come from this whole Ruff. you know what I mean how long Every time uh, he know, has a, did he go like three seasons as player of the year yep. and all of a sudden now it's yeah, just doing four, a madness I think five four five seasons in a row something like that but then the thing is he's every time he has a contract dispute most managers stop playing him because this happens He's done mm. it with LVG, uh, LVG and LVG dropped it for Romero. And do you know what I mean? I think we need to be thinking about doing the same thing now as well. But uh, yeah, just, I mean, just kick I mean, up the backside because Romero is not bad. Lie. I don't think for Romero me, is that bad, did he? For me, he cost us 12 points last season coming to the end mm. of, of the season, which what those 12 yeah. points were top four. And I don't care what anyone can talk about Pogba, they can talk about the outfield players, but the mistakes for goals all came to him. Certain games, the Arsenal game, for instance, things with, my with, Lord. with like if a, you know if I mean? a midfielder, it's it's simple. Like if a midfielder loses the ball in midfield, unless if he's the last man, even if he's the last man, in fact, you sixty still yards, have a few... sixty yards, thing and is, it was six to four. There's no way is, you can blame Pogba for that, and he had to the have thing the ball. Is, in yeah, his but then I'm saying, what I'm saying is, a midfielder losing the ball, you still it's, got defenders behind you, even yep. if you're the last, even if a defender loses the ball, the keeper still there. So the outfit players, you still got someone that. Can do unless the goal is open and the keeper has just gone off. Whereas a keeper, a mistake is a goal. Do you know what I mean? There's that's no it. two ways yeah. about it. There's you know no two ways about it. It usually yeah. ends up in the net, and that's the, he's costing us points right now. Um, he's right, quite frankly. I don't know if it's a contract thing. I don't know if he's losing it or he's passed it, but he's definitely now costing. He might, us he might be the whole contract thing, and like I think it's a bit of complacency, isn't it? You know, oh, like you've been, you know what? you've been, you've been the best guy. I mention. I'm gonna do this short, right? Me personally, right. I am now sick of Gary Neville's face and his comments and everything else, <laughs> right? We spent 25 minutes dismantling Pogba's miss during the week for a penalty against Wolves. He comes out and says Pogba is selfish for taking a penalty, even though Pogba was clearly our penalty. He said, he said it's treachery. <laughs> Imagine, treacherous he used. These disgusting words, right? Then after two days of racial abuse that Pogba got, he went quiet. Didn't defend him, didn't come out and say this is not right, went quiet. The same quietness he he done when Sterling was getting it, then he decided to mm. talk about last season, go, I saw it, but I didn't know what was happening. Shut up. Yeah, you know exactly what's happening. Now, the guy that you were screaming for should take the penalty has taken a penalty and missed. It wasn't a mistake, the keeper didn't save it. Yeah, he missed by himself. The guy goes, comes out and says, <laughs> mistakes happen. 
No, I want the same energy. <laughs> I want 25 minutes of discussing it. <laughs> do, 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 do you know what, what, I don't, what I don't understand about this year? You know more than me. Pogba was the penalty taker last year. Why is everyone in the, having in that a discussion game, about it? <laughs> exactly. Pogba was the penalty taker last year. And obviously, he must have been the penalty taker for this season as well. I don't see why, why they would have changed it. In that game against Chelsea where Rashford took the, the pen, Pogba was going to take it, but Rashford took it off him. Which, and this is, this is the funny thing here. Because I was I actually I was actually watching when when he, he said those comments about treacherous and all this nonsense uh, just after the game on yeah. it was in Monday night football and yeah Monday night football yep so basically he's come out here as soon as the game finished what Pogba done is treacherous you know absolutely selfish da, 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 da. then after the advert he comes back with more clips oh no no because actually when you look at it against Chelsea Rashford took the ball off Pogba so they must have had another talk and then Pogba is now taking it back so I was like so why is it still treacherous when you, you're saying that Rashford took a penalty off him when he shouldn't. He's getting roasted on Twitter right now and he's still trying to defend his position saying that, oh, it's because Pogba took it off him. Oh, there was a discussion. But wait a second. When Rashford took it the week before, there was the same discussion. You didn't point it out. No one pointed it out because Rashford, you know, the English decided to take it. Now, it's the other way around. You want to talk about it. Now he's gone back to Rashford. You don't want to talk about the miss. Oh, it happens. Nah, bruv, I want the same energy. Do you, I want do, the same energy. Do you know this I, thing? Actually, this, you know this thing, yeah. The last thing I want to mention is, yeah. I am sick and tired of two things. Lingard is older than Pogba. Stop saying <laughs> he's a young talent. One, two. How has he not been dismantled for the performances he's been putting in in United shirt? This game against Crystal Palace, they passed the ball to him he five times. Trendy. He couldn't control it. Scaling he was on. dreadful. What else does he offer? I don't, I don't know how. how I honestly don't know why Lingard keeps playing. I know um, social likes pace and all this kind of stuff here, but I would play Matter, man. I know the brother's old, but at least he can pass the ball. Man, ba- like, if you're not gonna play, if you're not gonna play Matter, cool. Play Angel Gomez then. I don't mind seeing a tw- uh, 19 year old yeah. playing because end of the day, we've given Lingard how many years now? He's done nothing for us. In 2018, he's only he's only assisted. And scored in one month of Do you know what, what cracks me up with this, uh, with the whole Pogba thing? It's like, oh, yeah, there's no leaders, and, and everything is like a sub to Pogba, you know? Like, okay, let's look at the best team in the country, uh, Man City. Who are the leaders? Who in that team am I saying, oh, yeah, he's a real leader? None. Do you know what I mean? Fernandinho They're just good play players. And, and the company's mean? gone. So who's leading? Oh, no, but who's the leader? there's something else. No, they have a manager that's got a specific way and they believe in it. So they're running their guts off. And That's the point winning. I'm making. I think I think with Pogba, people are just being a bit silly. I see it's it on Twitter game, as well. It's, it's like game, it's I'm just going to mention this briefly because you could become the Pogba podcast. Because I think I find some of this is a straight like like last week I saw one tweet when Sebias had a performance. Oh yeah, Sebias is what these people think thing is. Uh, yeah, they said oh yeah, Sebias is what um, Man United fans think, think Pogba. Is. Pogba. I was like, why is it every time a midfield has a good game automatically? He gets compared to Pogba. Does that not say something? That's what <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> All I'm going to say to United fans that listen, yeah, Real Madrid and Juventus were willing to pay 130 million for Pogba. Ain't no one on this planet going to pay the same for Lingard or Rashford or any of your damn English players that are out now. Maybe Harry Kane, in, like in midfield. So, I, so there's a reason why all these people want him, right? These are teams that are winning trophies, big trophies. 
Juventus have won how many on the trot in, in one thing? They're chasing the Champions League. Hence why they've got Ronaldo. They've got all those players. They want Pogba. Real Madrid, how many Champions League have they won? Titles have they won? They want Pogba. And you're acting like my United, who have been struggling to even to win an FA Cup in the last three years, <laughs> will do better without Pogba. Respect yourself and don't think like that. That's my opinion on it. That's it. Yeah, this this this, this Pogba thing is absolutely hilarious. Wayward. I, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I think I think people expect him to be like a defensive midfielder like Makelele and then do attacking midfield like Iniesta and then do box to box like whoever. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like he's, he's supposed to. Yeah, be. here's the thing. You know what? In France, <laughs> so, right? I'm not everything. saying that Martial is rubbish, but in France he has Juru. He has Mbappe on one side. He has another winger. And then right in front of him as a number 10. Do you know who he has? He has Anthony Griezmann. At Man United, he has Mato or, or Lingard. Can you see the freaking difference <laughs> in quality? Beside him, he has Kante for France. Beside him here, he's got Matomene. There is a big difference of class. <laughs> and oh, you man. want him to do what? Lead with that trash? You get out of here, man. Get out of here, man. <laughs> anyway, let's move I'm on. I'm done with that now. <laughs> My anger's done. Let's cut murky other teams out. <laughs> let's, let's move on to another game from, or a game, a game from today. Which I found a little bit, not a little bit. I thought this game was absolutely boring, apart from the result. Spurs against Newcastle, one nil to Spurs. I mean, I thought, do you know what? Yeah. Okay, I'll start with positives. Let's not just start slating Spurs off here. Yeah. Positive for Newcastle. Very. I'm not gonna say well organized because it was just they just sat back. <laughs> I mean, they just sat back and hoped, hoped for the best, and then but. Almiron, um, was it Longstaff, and that striker Joe Linton, very good on the break. You know what I mean? Hold up, play, link up, mm-hmm. all that stuff. You know, for the few times they had the ball, yep. that Joe Linton took his his goal very well as well. But man, you can't have that much space in the middle. Is, yeah. Ridiculous. He he was so slow. I thought he was gonna mess up the chance to get. You know when he brought it down, he like he, yeah. he thought he had yeah, so much half time. an hour to take the shot. <laughs> He so didn't think time. Rose was going to catch up. And I was literally thinking, if Rose gets this, you're going to get mullered. Bearing in mind, it was a £40 million <laughs> striker as well. But he didn't, and he put it away e- easily. Now, what, I like, I like, I like, I like the look of him, though. He's huh? very strong on the ball. I, said, I like the look of him, that Joe. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's very so strong, strong on the ball. Very, very strong. A bit, uh, yeah, a bit aggressive as well, which I liked. Um, but yeah, let's talk about this, right? But Spurs... Spurs have two defenders in position. They only have to mark one man. Both of them forgot about the one man. How is that possible? In a game like this, I mean, I don't think they they dominate possession that much uh, as much as we did for uh, the Crystal Palace game. But how do you both forget that the big R striker, <laughs> that the only person they have to def- worry about is there? Left him alone, and then I'm hearing uh, once again pundits complaining about Rose, saying Rose didn't cover enough. Two centre backs, two centre backs left him. There's alone. no way he should have been in between the centre backs, chilling. Right, like that. he that was, was in front of them, then he ghosted behind them, and then Sanchez was more concerned about the line. Never once looked back to see where's the striker. Where's the striker gone to? The one I've been marking this whole time. I thought that was so poor. And to be honest, nice. it's things like that that will always put them below the elite level. Then there's and, another thing and, and, as well. I think we might as well just start off by giving him the L, because me personally, you've lost it. And Dombley is not fit by the by the looks of things, right? And Dombley is not fit, so you've lacked creativity. 
And then I don't know. I know there's a bit of a dispute because of uh, maybe he's being sold, maybe he's not being sold. But you do not put Ericsson on the bench. You don't. Well, his, his his excuse that he's coming out with is the European window is not closed and his mind might be... Dead. But every time I've seen him play, he's been all right. When he came on against... Um, what's he called? When he came on... A whole minute. When he came on against Aston Villa, he changed the game for, and, and won the game for them. He came against on Man City, the game. Against Man City, they were utterly dreadful. So I don't think anyone looked good in that game, yeah? But number one for not starting Ericsson. But for me... More importantly, for just not having a plan B or any kind of status, it's and this is something that you wouldn't associate with Pochettino, yeah, because he's a very highly rated manager. But I watch Spurs and I'm I'm thinking, what is their attacking plan here? Do you know what I mean? Because it's so slow. They just pass the ball sideways, get to the wings, think, oh, we can't cross it. Oh, let's 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 pass it again inside and then go back to the wings. Oh, we can cross it now. Then cross it. Oh, yeah, it comes to nothing. Then once again, same thing again. Little one-twos back into the middle, sideways all the way to the one side. Then we go sideways again all the way. You never see no cross-field passes or people making runs in behind or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think Dele Alli used to do that. And now he's injured. They're not... uh, Or, well, yeah, he's injured. They're not... They don't have anything to replace that, and I was. Really, know, I, I, I think their style is very predictable. Yeah, it's very easy to defend against. Because they had Mora on the pitch, they had um, Song on the pitch, but yeah, they weren't able to go in behind. Yeah, but this is the thing: what you need. Mora was almost playing next to Kane. How many times was Mora jumping to try and get headers on? <laughs> yeah, I never saw him. I never saw him out wide on the wing, dribbling or creating space. Do you know what I mean? He's like for in the me, middle. For me, quite frankly, yeah, it, it, the, the midfield five was Song, Harry, Winks. Eric Lamena, uh, Musa Sissoko and Mora. Mora and Song are wingers. Wingers need service. They need to get the ball early. They need to get the ball in behind, blah, blah, blah. I'm not being rude, but Sissoko and Winks are not going to do those passes. And I'm not, I'm very, I'm lost with Lamela himself. <laughs> I don't quite know what his skill is. Or what he brings to the table. But Why does he decisive keep passing, him? like the, the, the passing that it. you need to go in between vendors, nope. He doesn't have that. So you have basically have five players there that are pretty much going to do the same thing. As you said, passing side to side, side to side. And then for me, you have a striker that, if he's not scoring, at the moment, doesn't seem very fit. And you never take him off. You never not start him or anything. Like, And that's Harry Kane. I imagine getting worried about Harry Kane's fitness right now because I don't think he can do the running and the energy that they need from him because as you said sideways passing into the opposition's half now trying to do the intricate passing and cutting passes and Kane is never he's never the last but he's never the one making that run to make the pass unlike Aguero for instance do you see what I mean so yeah, yeah I, I just I don't know and yeah for that reason he, he's just getting the hell today man and you don't you don't anyway, lose to but, Newcastle <laughs> yep yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? a, a team that got walloped by um Pookie last week. <laughs> you know what I mean, look how look how look how Norwich done them. But anyway, Positino you're getting this week, so. You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> and the way they're going on, it's going to be another bout to finish top top four. Because I I, I honestly don't see how they they can break down teams. 
you know, unless if Kane is back to being sharp and can, you know, I mean, take one of his ridiculous shots and score, the I think the build-up play is too predictable. It's too slow. Do you know what I mean? There's no yeah. real kind of, you know, incisiveness or anything. Yeah. yeah. Which ironically you will have with Ericsson. but I think even with Ericsson, he improves it a bit. But I still think it's they're lacking something, man. They, they're just lacking that player that can. I, you know what I mean? I don't think they. Ha- I don't know if it's a, the preseason thing. You know, it is still early days. Um, let's say 10 games in or 9 games in I don't think yeah if they want to win the title they need to kick on now if they want to challenge for the title they need to kick on now but realistically speaking if they're going for top 4 they can have another maybe what 5 games and then they can kick on and actually get into it but then obviously more games will be happening then as well so they're going to test their squad too Um, but yeah let's fly through the other games because I think apart from uh, Chelsea and Norwich which I thought was a brilliant game to watch mm. uh, or the other one I still, I, don't, I still don't think it should have been match of the day though what your first game I, I thought that was bit, nonsense I was a bit, was a bit mm, yeah put my eyes when, on when my eyebrows to that but ahead of Arsenal or Liverpool that is wild very <laughs> um, that is wild yeah that was that was very weird but you know whatever They've but your man Kovacic had a good game we do it right <laughs> um, right, did he have a good game or did nah, he finally show up nah listen to his hair come on stop it stop it Stop it. I mean, he had a good game. Don't try it. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna force it and say that he has an assist for Abraham's goal. Ah. I'm not forcing anything. I'm saying yeah, he generally had a good game. <laughs> this like, game. Uh, to, to be honest, I am being hated. I actually was gonna mention that he actually had a decent game for once. Um, oh my days. I don't know where it was. What do you think made him play so well? Because I actually saw I, him I taking know. on players. I actually I saw him carrying the ball from his I don't know if, if um may, maybe Lampard's Maybe telling him to do something different because you know because he plays in such a cowardly manner, which annoys me about him. That's the only way I can describe it. <laughs> you know what I mean, I know it sounds all wrong, but like you know, like in terms of he never tries yeah, he a difficult pass. Do you know what I mean? He, it's he, like it's like sometimes I feel he's only there to be an option for um, Jorginho Georgin, mm. when he wants to have a short pass. Like okay, I, let's compare it. Like. Let's compare it. It's a man that gets a lot of hate here. Let's say that Busquets here. Busquets always does the simple pass here, but Busquets can at least tackle. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And, or, or be in there for interceptions. Positioning, he's, positioning he's, for exactly. Busquets is second to none. Like he always seems to be exactly. in the right place. And then when he gets the ball, he will come. He will get a foul by some sort of trickery or spellbinding the referee. Exactly. We know. We know. He seems somehow get a free kick that doesn't make sense but, to people, but he does something that's other why, than just simple passes. Exactly, and that's why you can play Busquets as your as your as your 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 defensive midfielder. Whereas yeah. Kovacic, his tackling is very average. <laughs> like, you know what I mean, his positioning off the ball, I think, is rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you know. Anyway, I was supposed to praise him in this game. I thought it was I thought this game, you know, on the ball anyway. I what he decided decent. to do this game was actually go into the attack. And I think he needed yeah. to because they weren't going to get nothing from Ross Barkley. I, I was just about to mention that guy. Rubbish. Utterly rubbish. Oh my Lord. Ross Barkley is useless. Oh. Utterly useless. <laughs> I watched this game and I got a text saying, uh, once again, is this Ross Barkley last season? I said he should have been sold anyway. Risk it. <laughs> just sell him. Mount is better in that position, in number 10 position. Mason yeah, Mount, Mount, yeah. He's about 19. left wing as well. Mason Mount is coming as a 19. Is he 19, I think? He's a teenager, yeah. isn't he? Teenager, yeah. And he's, he was on loan at Derby last year. He's come from the championship, now, yeah. Now, yeah. He's already been more effective than him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Already chucked him out of the team. 
That is embarrassing. You know, this is supposed to be your chance. This is the chance for the Barclays and all these guys, you know, even Kovacic, Jorginho. This is the season where that defines your Chelsea career because as soon as that window opens, these men have had a window of where they can't spend money. They're ready. Literally, yeah. When Hasselhoff <laughs> comes back to fitness, Perisic is now kicking on. Hasselhoff yep. comes back onto the wing. Mount goes back as a number 10. Ross Barkley goes out of the club. And, and, I, and I don't mean he's going back to Everton or a team like that, challenging. No, he won't. He won't be going over. to them teams. He goes lower than that. He, Maybe he a West Ham. Yeah. yeah, that's it. No, no, West Yeah, probably. Probably a West Ham. They, they West do like Ham a failed Englishman. Or Watford or something like that. But he <laughs> ain't going it. up. <laughs> or he ain't going, he's going down, and I mean down. Because I don't get it. Like he, I don't know he what his wages are like, but you know, we would work on him at Palace. That's his level. <laughs> that's his level there right go. there. Like, honestly, he couldn't, he couldn't even pass. He couldn't pass. He couldn't really dribble. Like, he would have some the flashes. Often. Then, at the end, he won't know what to do with it. Like, anyway, just we'll, 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 another positive obviously um, Abraham scored two goals Everyone oh you racist Chelsea fans I hope you weren't celebrating <laughs> exactly he, he banged in two goals but I wouldn't get excited he is practically a championship team and that's where he was last year that's his that's level he isn't it against. that's why he woke up that's this his game. level this is, this is why he was looking like some Premier League striker but do a good finish let me give him, though, me give him the ratings because the first goal I really liked I really liked oh the yeah the finish goal. instant instant volley into the corner, kept the volley down. I love that. The cross was good for us. Yeah. The second goal think, for him as well was good as well. I'm not going to lie. Um, but don't you think, yeah, like watching this game, I know obviously the, um, Chelsea got their first win. I think there's still a lot to be worried about because they could have easily drawn this game. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? The defending <laughs> for... I was a bit shocked by the first goal because, yeah, Puki crossed it, drilled it across. But... If you look at the line, when Puki drills it, he has two defend Chelsea defenders, or at least two white shirts, that all they, either one of them just had to step to the right one step and they would have blocked that cross. But they both just stood still and then they drilled it across and then the striker got in there as well, um, wherever his name is, what, Cant, Cantwell mm. or whatever. Um, and that yeah. was instant reply as well. That was an instant reply, less than three minutes to to go and get an equalising goal from Abraham's volley. And then mm. Mount's goal as well, I really liked. Um, oh, yeah. He cut in bravery and to finish. Um, uh, who else? Who was worried me actually? I, I think uh, overall, I'm actually going to say this now. VAR is just not doing it for me at all. Because in this game as well, <laughs> uh, Cesar picks up the ball, gets kicked in the knee, and falls down. And VAR says it's not a penalty. My United had a penalty as well that could have been called. And I think even the. Tottenham game had a possible. No, actually, no. Tottenham game wasn't a penalty. Um, well, as I, I was saying it, off air, I think with v, with VR is it's a lot of. Um, I think they. They I don't want to embarrass their guys. Yeah, they I don't want to embarrass their refs. You know what I mean? I think they because in the first, look how many goals were disallowed in the first in the first week. Yep. Or things that were overturned. Yeah, and then obviously now, it's like they've had their meeting and like, nah, you're you're making us look like idiots. So yeah. tone it down a bit. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Because it feels it's like exactly if the ref happened. doesn't call it, VR ain't gonna give it. Which Apart is absolutely pointless. Ball. Yeah. So, I mean, in, a, in essence, it's pointless. And of course, they're not going to go and check the monitor either because they don't want the time waste. So, it's really actually just becoming pointless. It's just an extra bit of stress for mm. no reason. I mean, it's really good for offsides, though. The offsides that no one is going to bloody call as offsides anyway. Or because he's shoulder. But I don't, I don't, I don't like some of... Like, come on, man. But this, but this is the thing with offsides. So, obviously, 
those line of sides, you know, with the inches is is just nonsense. But I saw something today. Um, what, what game was it? I can't remember now. It was the Tottenham game or the Bournemouth game. But someone got called off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you think he might have been a Bournemouth. Someone got called offside, but they weren't offside, yeah? On the replay, it showed that he wasn't offside. But the whistle already blew. But I thought the whole thing was, if you're not sure if it's close, leave it. Do you know what I mean? Leave it. Let the no play one, develop. Just, like so I said, can, no one really understands the rules and the referees don't exactly. really understand the rules. Because sometimes, like, no way if you see, how many, how, many, how many times do you get an offside here where someone runs through on goal, yeah? And the guy doesn't put the flag up until like the last minute. You think, why is he putting the flag up now? Yeah, what? <laughs> and then another time, you're putting the flag up straight away and it's not even, so now you can't even use VR because you've already put the flag up. You've referees you've already gone the whistle. You've already stopped the play. So what's the point? Yeah. You know what I mean? Let the play develop, and you know what I mean. Then, then once it's yeah. thing, you put your flag up. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, Everyone let's finish off this you know. game. Yeah. Puki scored again. He's now scored more goals Five. against top six ties than Lukaku did in his career. Um, at, uh, he's got premiership. more goals than than uh, um, Sanchez as at uh, United. Uh, I'm not even going to comment on that. That one's fine as well. Yeah, he's got that too. Um, and uh, yeah, Chelsea ran out winners and it was a good win in the end. I think Lampard needed that as well. So yeah. let's let's quickly talk about Sheffield United versus Leicester. Only because the two goals here, there's one assist and one goal that was magical. So Madison's outside of his right foot pass to Vardy for him to roast it into the net. Um, I think he's a Sef- I think he's a Sheffield Wednesday supporter, so good to stick it to Sheffield United with that finish. Um, they had an e- uh, equaliser, a header from McBurney, uh, which was pretty decent as well. But then, then for me, goal of the weekend, uh, cross came in. Def- I think it deflected off in the air, and Barnes running into the box smashes it, thunderbolt into the net. <laughs> beautiful finish, um, beautiful goal. I think. Next, we may as well talk about Southampton versus Brighton. Did you see the red card? No, I didn't see this one. Actually. I didn't see this one. The most useless and disgusting tackle from a striker for um, Brighton uh, <laughs> ends up getting sent off. But then Southampton struggled a bit to break down the 10 men of Brighton. It's really getting on my nerves because I really wanted them <laughs> to get battered, but they didn't. They held their own, to be fair. Until um, Southampton brought on this new youngster. I don't know if they bought him or signed him. Anyway... Absolutely, I can't even say his name. <laughs> oh my god, D D D Import. Wow, wow. <laughs> anyway, I'm just not gonna say it. You guys, oh, gonna, this guy's I'm tapping out, with no, I'm tapping out. I'm not gonna say that. Wow, D Nempo. That's what I'm gonna say. D Nempo. That's what I'm gonna say. Anyway, oh, uh, he came in, scored an absolute blinder of a goal. And uh, Nathan Men- Redmond as well picked up a goal as well. So that's pretty good. Uh, what other game is there, Kuda? Yeah, what have you got? What have you got? Watford West Ham, 3 1 win for West Ham. Watford, Watford are looking kind of rubbish this season, isn't it? Uh, they are looking like they're going to go down. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, I and think that is not man- a team I would Their manager is going to get. I thought Steve Bruce was going to get sacked first. I mean, it'd be madness for Newcastle to stack see Bruce, um, Steve Bruce mm. at this precise moment. Utter madness, but he might go if he's not to carry his weight. But uh, Watford are now Watford's manager is now in the lead for that for me because yep. he is rock bottom. They're the only team with zero points as well at the moment. They're so. not having a, they're not having um, good time at all. 
I'm not going to lie, I didn't actually watch this game, so I don't even know what the goals were like, but I know nah, that's not free. Uh, that's about it. And I think the, the last game to talk about is Wolves versus Burnley. Um, quick Which wasn't on TV, but apparently the equaliser was like 97th minute or something. Yeah? Yes. So, um, Burnley had control of this game, from what I gathered. I tried to watch it. I'm not going to say where. But I tried to watch the <laughs> game as much as I can. Internet was a bit frowsy, as it is playing with me right now as well. Um, so I couldn't watch the whole thing, but Burnley were on their case for most of the game. I don't understand the Jekyll and Hyde thing that Wolves do. When they play a big team, they're, they're solid. And then when they play in a team within and around them, they just decide to, to switch off the solid button and then be a little bit too open. But yeah, um, they took the lead. What a goal from Barnes. Second best goal of the weekend, I have to say. Um, it was a half chance. Well, it was a clearance, poor clearance from, from um, one of the Wolves defender, flicked on by one of the Burnley players. Barnes controlled it. One touch, smashed it into the net from out of the box. And then the penalty win, which was now the 80, 95th minute or something. Actually, let me check that because it was very, very late. Because I, I thought it was the game was over by the time. The, yeah, oh, 97th minute, yeah. Now, for me, it was a penalty. Uh, Jimenez was very smart. He put his body in front of the defender. Defender took out his standing foot. For me, it was a penalty and it was a good finish as well. Uh, they get a point out of the most dreadful game they had, in my opinion. Um, outside of that, I think it's only Man City versus Bournemouth to talk about. Do you What's watch that? Oh, Man City versus Bournemouth. Uh, I saw the first half. Typical, obviously, Man City, all the possession. But Bournemouth, actually, I think in that first half... Shook them up. Shook them up and and Man City are a very dirty team. Oh, the like, early fouls are ridiculous. They are one of they the dirtiest teams. They get away, you know, when you look at when you look because especially when you consider that these guys have the ball for 70% of the time, yeah, the amount of yellow cards and fouls they produce here in the short time that they don't have the ball is ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. And they don't get punished for it, you know, because they got this reputation of playing silky football. Like the challenge is that Sterling and especially Kyle Walker for me should have been sent off. Yeah, should have had about two yellow, three yellow cards in fact in that game, in that first half. In that first half, he should have been gone. Yeah. Um, who else? Sterling as well. A few dirty, um, dirty t- tackles. Like players that you wouldn't expect. Do you know what I mean? Aguero, De Bruyne as well, you know, flying into some nonsense challenges. I think they are just a dirty team, and Bor- Bournemouth were a bit, yeah, bit, bit unlucky on that end. But yeah, yeah. we got VAR in it, which does nothing. Which does But to be honest, anyway, but I, I would say um, Bournemouth did give away a penny to the, uh, ah, the storm yeah, which, for me, which, which they got away with, which got they got away, away with, with because that stamp on, on David. But isn't it funny was. how um, obviously Pep must have been itching to drop. To drop um, Aguero, but then his boy Jesus got <laughs> got injured. <laughs> Honestly, so, I don't know what so, his problem is with Aguero, but he needs to allow it because Aguero, he needs to stop stop that problem. But like yeah, Aguero but is like, you know, is, I mean, that's your best striker, but sit down. Pep man. is very he's very stubborn. He's very mm. very stubborn. He doesn't let go of things. At least that's what Yaya Story's agent said. So <laughs> says a lot, and he just and Etu as well. He's when he has a problem with you, it doesn't even matter what you do. 
he just doesn't does doesn't like you, just doesn't like you, and he will make it difficult for you. What I like is Aguero has now scored four hundred career goals, and without him, Man City don't win a lot of the titles that they have right now. So whether nah. Pep likes it or not, Aguero was important to Man City's history. And Jesus you know I mean? ain't that good. I don't know this this Jesus whole is right. for me Jesus is infatuation a with Jesus. Yeah, you know he's I mean? a finisher. I get it. He's a finisher. He's like a Hernandez when Hernandez was at United. He's a finisher. I get it. But you cannot start with him. You bring him on to affect the game to get a goal. But start with him, and then with this style of play that they have as well, he's not he even, even really that strong, well. and he doesn't have link up play play either. Like I said, for me, nah. Aguero's already showed Pep's ass last season because not only did he score the goals he needed, he made Jesus look better when he was playing <laughs> with him. I mean, that's a slap uh. in the face. That's a man saying, you could do whatever you want with this guy. I'll make him look good while I'm still doing my thing. You know, Pep has done a lot of a lot of right things in Man City, you know, Sterling being one of them. But the whole Jesus Aguero thing, that is a massive L for Pep there. Because, you know, he, he really wanted Jesus to be his main striker. He wanted yeah, he, Aguero he, out. He, just wanted, I mean? he wanted one of his plans to work out perfectly mm. so that he can say he has a perfect transfer work. Nah, nah, um, nah, I that, think the last game rubbish. is Aston Villa-Everton. And I'm not going to lie, I didn't watch this one. I saw nah, the goals. I didn't see that one again. And, um, it, to be honest, Everton are a bit shaky for, for all the investment look how much money they spent as well yeah for the investment they're very shaky and um yeah, I mean if you're that chairman you're you're like looking at that manager like yeah I mean if it, wasn't ideas, for, if it wasn't for Pochettino's result today he would have got the L of the week because oh um, yeah I mean I don't know what Aston Villa then again you know let me not talk too early still but yeah it was a bit I, I, I can talk about Aston Villa because we got them next week and I'm not going to say too much <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say too much about Aston Villa to be honest uh, <laughs> I'll leave it at that cool what do you think predictions now <laughs> yeah let's go let's go alright so I'm going to be a little bit more um, sensible this weekend with some score lines <laughs> because we start off 12.30 kick off Southampton versus my United. I Ooh. am going to go for a 2 1 win to United. I'm going to go for 1 1. Didn't say nothing, to be honest. Um, so we got Chelsea versus Sheffield United. I think this is going to be smooth 3 0 to Chelsea. I actually think it's going to be close, but 2 1 Chelsea. Um, and then we got Crystal Palace versus Aston Villa. I'm actually oh, going to let you, this, you say your scoreline first on this one. Uh, to be honest, logically speaking, this is a loss because you're absolutely rubbish at home. But we don't do logic when it comes to Palace. <laughs> 3-1 Palace, let's go. <laughs> wow, okay. I'm actually going to put this as a 2-2 draw. Just, just, <laughs> Just because I couldn't actually make a scoreline and your 3-1 was a bit ridiculous to jump on. <laughs> uh, so next is Leicester versus Bournemouth. Well, I'm going for a Leicester win here. I'm going for yeah. a 2-0 Leicester. Yep, same. 2-0 Leicester. All right. We've got Man City, Brighton. <laughs> Big man. This is 4-0 all over. Uh, man, man City, Brighton. 7-0. Let's go. <laughs> wow. Okay. Got Newcastle Watford. I'm going for a Newcastle win. 1 0. Yeah, I'm going to go for 2 1 Watford. 
They'll be their first point. Just a nonsense game. surprise game. <laughs> yeah. So we got West Ham uh, versus Norwich. Now, because Stuart's not here and uh, no one can tell me off, I'm going for a Norwich 3 0 win. Now, I'm joking. 3 1, 3 1, 3 1, 3 1. Let's be real. I'm, I'm going. I'm going with your first option. 3 0 Norwich. Pookie hat trick. Let's go. <laughs> He's in my team now, anyway. Uh, I got Burnley versus Liverpool, and it's at Turf. Was it Turf Moor? Um, so, yeah. Fortress Turf Moor. Let's have a shock here. Let's have a two-two. I'll wait two-one Liverpool. Yeah, it's not. It's not exactly a bad shot, to be honest. <laughs> but it's Liverpool. Um, so, all right, we've got Sunday games: Everton versus Wolves. I am giving this to Wolves all day. I think I'm giving it to a 2 1 Wolves. Yeah, well, 1 0 Wolves. Yep. And then it's <laughs> the big one Arsenal <laughs> versus Spurs. And I couldn't care less what the scoreline in this is. So <laughs> I'm going for a 3 3 draw. <laughs> I'm going to go for 3 1 Arsenal. Oh, wow. That's yep. I think Spurs always struggle when they play at the Emirates. I think they're going to hold another L. And there you have it. And there you have it, guys. <laughs> That's our predictions. If you are yeah. going to bet, bet sensibly. When the fun stops, you stop. Uh, what's the other one? Gamble responsibly or something like that? Gamble responsibly and obviously send that 10% down pay your tithes guys God, pay no. your tithes come on man we need a new <laughs> studio we need some new mics we also need to probably book some time for certain members of our staff to come in as well on special <laughs> needs <laughs> probably get them some new phones and electricity and possibly new gear so yeah we need, we need all the backup we can get if, you're, if you want four people back on this pod you've got to support the dream guys you've got to support I'll the dream I'll right? tell you I'll tell you Anyway, if you enjoyed the pod, uh, make sure you like, subscribe, you know I mean, on whatever you're listening on and share the podcast. Uh, if you want to hit us up, hit us up on Twitter, E2E Football Pod, Facebook, N2N Football Podcast, uh, Instagram, N2N Football Podcast, and YouTube, N2N Football Podcast. And we'll see you again next week later. Adios. Adios. Everything ain't no um for the fun for today.